Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zom, Rom, Com, Sean of the Dead, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez, senior staff member. And I'm Scott Corelli. And uh, today we are taking a bite out of minute two, uh, which begins with uh, Sean taking a smoke and ends with him telling everyone that Ed doesn't have many friends. I, I I almost thought you were gonna say uh, Sean taking a drag, and I and I just I I I just started like dipping into the killers there for a second. Oh great, um, yeah, I should have. I I, I regret that now. <laughs> uh, did Tim did Tim Beasley from Space smoke cigarettes? I don't I don't rem- I don't have a lot of memories of him smoking. He must have, but I but he he struck me as like a. Uh, uh, a, a social smoker like, yeah like like at the pub or with right yeah yeah um where sean strikes me as more of a like regular smoker i i'm i could be proven wrong in minutes to come but i want to say that whereas tim aired more with weed i don't i don't think we ever see sean smoking weed on screen mm. it's like we're it's like it's like um there, there are parts so. where they talk about having smoked weed, like in their younger days, right? I think it's more of an Ed thing because Ed's a drug dealer, but right, yeah. Also, okay, so uh, yeah. Speaking of Ed, uh, well, no, no, let's we're skipping ahead. We're getting we're getting too far ahead of ourselves. For far, are we? Oh, do you do you want to talk about Ed before Kate Ashfield? Yeah, I mean he, I mean he, I mean he he he, he appears. I guess um, the one thing that we should uh, real real quick. I guess you're right because we we got to talk about Liz. And we got to talk about um, Sean, yeah. but like, okay, so Sean, uh, who I believe is the only character with a full name, um, Sean's name is uh, Sean James Riley. Wow, see that sounds uh, so awkward. That sounds not who that character is to me. No, no. Well, because you never hear about their last names, you know, they're <laughs> yeah. just, they're all first names. Um, but apparently, uh, you know, in, in continuity or at some point, someone gave him a full name, probably Simon Pegg, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, his name is, uh, Sean Riley and, uh, he is a salesman and what's, interesting about him being uh, a salesman is that all the other characters, I mean, Ed is sort of, um, I mean, he's, he's unemployed technically, Mm -hmm. but also he makes money from selling weed. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's a, he's a drug dealer. But then when you look at Liz and David and Diane, uh, Liz is apparently the head of an English department. At like a public school. Yeah, she's a yeah, she's an English teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an English teacher, which is how we get the exacerbate line. Um, 
and her having like an exact definition for exacerbate just like off off the cuff mm-hmm. yeah. uh, because she's obviously um a public school level uh you know English teacher because she's you know still teaching like vocabulary and stuff um but uh yeah so she is uh, an English teacher um David is a lecturer which uh there's a line in the next minute that uh causes like gives me sort of like um a theory as to like what kind of lecturer he is. Oh good. Cool. Uh, so, I'm excited. So, so he obviously he obviously works at a university but I I I think I know what kind of lecturer he is mm-hmm. um when we get to it in the next minute. Um and then we have uh Diane who is listed as an actress. But my theory is that she's a drama teacher. Oh yeah, um, yeah. See, I I also get super teaches children vibes from from the way Lucy Davis plays Die. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like totally that kind of young, right out of college teacher. Right, and and I think that it makes sense because. These it, it makes sense that all three of these are in, uh, all three of these characters are in sort of like the education, yes, business. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you call that a business, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they've they've um, sort of parlayed there. You, you mean you can very easily imagine all three of these characters uh, thriving in like college or your you know uni. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean you could you could almost you could almost see all three of them being coworkers, like o- like almost as if they all work at the same place, right? Like at, at the faculty lounge, right? The three Absolutely. young teachers. Absolutely. Um, but what what I what I like about them being uh, teachers and having you know quote unquote grown up jobs um, is that. You know, Sean works in retail, uh, and and one step below below Sean, you have Ed, who's like un- an unemployed drug dealer. He's, he's like blacklist retail, right? Yeah, black blacklist retail. I like that. Um, yeah, so it's it's I I just like that. You know, right off the bat, you have these sort of you have like Sean sort of like stuck in the middle of these two things where he he has a real job, but it's it's a dead end job. It's it's yeah, it's kind of exactly it's 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 a dead end job for younger people. It's not going to it's not going to it's not going to provide for him the life that certainly not the life that Liz wants him to live. Right. And yeah. and, And I think that's a very real place for for so many people our age and sean's age is that you're not you look to your left and you see the people behind you and you're like well i'm not that bad i'm not there but then you look to your right and and it's like oh well i'm actually i'm also not where they're at Mm -hmm. and there's like a weird comfort in like well i'm not at rock bottom Mm -hmm. but i also have a. it's like it's like that thing that you always hear about how um People who aren't that attractive make friends with people who are less attractive than them to right. make themselves look more attractive. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, it's sort of like that, only about like being a grown-up, responsible person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you don't you don't want to make friends with people that are too advanced from where you're at, because then you would just feel like a piece of shit all the time. Right. But it's also not right. good to pick friends because you you feel better than them. 
Oh no, that's a terrible reason. Um, and um, I and I definitely and I definitely don't think that Sean's relationship to Ed, but we'll we'll get into that as we as we see more. Well, I no, I don't I don't think it is either, but I do think that it factors into why he keeps him around all the time. Sure, absolutely, yeah, maybe even because. Yeah, because I mean, even the argument that he's and it, well, not really an argument, but the conversation that Liz is having with Sean, uh, you know, pleading with him, saying like, you know, look. It's not that I don't like Ed, but like we're never alone because he's around all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and then you you bring Ed around, and so then because your friend is around, that's why I bring my friends, and then it's just the five of us all the time. Um, and I <laughs> I really just want to spend time with just just the two of us, right? Um, yeah. Doing things just the two of us, and I think that to a certain extent, it's almost as if Sean is afraid to be alone with her because then. She won't have Ed to compare Sean to and then might think that Sean is more see him as the loser that Sean believes Mm -hmm. that he is. Sort of like with the lights on, so to speak. Right. I think that's that's also why, you know, other revelations that happen in the next minute also um, are happening. Yeah, yeah. It's for for a similar reason. And and now that, you know, I I watched this movie when I was in junior high and, and, and was very emotionally uh aligned with 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 sean and ed's lifestyle you know mm-hmm. like oh yeah you just get to play video games all day with your best friend but uh <laughs> but now looking at you know kind of staring kind of coming into the the tunnel of my 30s uh i can definitely yeah like it's it's like don't like i can't it's weird with just ed i have to invite david and die and then yeah now then it's just a group a group that doesn't really like each other very much right and like, yeah. can't you see why this isn't conducive to like a long-term like loving relationship? Right. Like this is uh this is this is painful. I mean, really. Like if you were actually in this group there. Yeah. Yeah, in this situation with these people, like this is uncomfortable. This is not fun. Yeah, like you have to think of what their normal conversations were like. Cause this is like real talk. Right. The, the, I mean, you you imagine this is Liz being like, okay, I actually have to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna snap out everyone out of their comfort zone for a little bit and like address what we're doing here. Right. Um, Absolutely. I really love the sad kind of uh, older like woman extra behind Liz, just staring into her her pint class. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, she she comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ed, Ed talks about her later. Is, um, so we'll have lots of stuff to talk about with it, her. Let's. I'm. I'm gonna get a conversation going that hopefully will last uh, the the length and breadth of the show. But is Shaun of the Dead? And I mean, is there any doubt that it's in the Hall of Fame in terms of extras and like day players? Oh yeah, no, it absolutely is. I mean, I would I would argue uh, all of. Edgar Wright's films probably are. Mm-hmm. Um, he he he's really good with extras, and I don't know I don't know who's responsible for that. Um, whether he he has like a a casting director that is just really really good at um, finding these like great extras. I'm not I'm not entirely sure who's in charge of that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but whoever it is does a bang up job, and and I think Wright uses them to the best of his ability yeah um, i mean even even uh time skipping all the way to baby driver like i think if you have a line in baby driver you're like a character yeah yeah 
for sure. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention in this in this particular minute before you get into the actors, right? Yeah. Um, is uh, when Liz is like after she says, you know, it's it's not that I don't like you, Ed, and he's like, it's all right. Um, <laughs> and she's explaining like I, I I just really wanted to just be you and I, and he's interrupting with like cursing at the game that he's playing. Sure, like yeah, pub, pub game, and he's just like proving her point, you know? <laughs> yeah, without um, even realizing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like literally doing what she is sort of hinting at the problem being. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I, I just, I really, uh, I love that moment. I think yeah. it's really clean, and um, it's, it's amazing how, how tight these movies are. Like just from go, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, like how much can we fit into this scene? Yeah, there really um, is no so wasted good. air. Yeah. When there absolutely. is air, it's very deliberate and very uh designed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so much in this opening scene mm-hmm. that is, you know, set up for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And that also is a you know, go on from a character standpoint, like that that is a very I think we've all we have been someone in that in that exchange of like you know, guy just being not reading the room and right. being very like vulgar or gross and in in a situation where like, yeah, like that that's normally not a bad thing necessarily, but dude, come on, like my girlfriend's here. But then like I have also <laughs> felt I felt like Ed, I have felt like Sean, and I have felt like like Liz and at times in my life. Yep. Absolutely. Um so tell us about uh, tell tell us about these actors. Uh, who's this Simon Pegg guy? <laughs> okay, well, yeah, yeah, and um, we actually didn't get too deep into it during uh, the spaced episodes, but yeah, uh, Simon, yeah, yeah. Simon Pegg was born uh, in nineteen seventy in uh, Gloucestershire or Gloucestershire, depending on which one's right. And um, <laughs> yeah, very quickly, uh, you know, by the time he was a teenager, sort of settled into a a, a passion for acting and uh and comedy and that uh, that led to a career in stand-up which uh picked up enough notoriety and when uh he in the late 90s and early 2000s he began appearing in uh like cult comedy sketch programs like we talked about asylum where he met uh jessica hines and edgar wright which then led to spaced but uh which then led to very directly to Shaun of the dead but in between that he uh yeah, just really made his rounds in the in that era of of British comedy. He made appearances in in Black Boots and Alan Partridge, uh, very memorably. Uh, and like I like I think every actor of his age in that era appeared in Band of Brothers. <laughs> uh, mm. Like, have you ever looked at the cast of Band of Brothers? It's just it's oh yeah, it's insane. Everyone, it's completely insane. Ross. Somebody somebody posted um on the on the listeners pub somebody posted uh, uh a commercial um actually I think it was I think it was future guest of the show John Ingle oh. um posted a uh, a commercial of uh with Simon Pegg uh I think it's like cough syrup or something mm-hmm. that he was uh in a commercial for from uh like 97 something like that like 2 years prior to spaced yeah yeah um 
Yeah. So, yeah, he was he he definitely got around. He he worked his way up for sure. Did I ever tell you that? Um, so a couple years back when it when it came out, I read uh, Nerd Duel, his his memoir. Mm-hmm. So did and, I. Uh, d- uh, he mentioned I can't remember if it was college or high school, but he mentioned doing a production of a play called a Blood Wedding by Federico Garcia Lorca. And oh. I also did that play in high school, and we both played the character of Second Woodsman. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I remember reading that part in the book and being like, shut the fuck up. That's weird. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. You will, you will forever be spiritually linked to Simon Pegg. That's what I tell myself, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then um, second to Peg, at least uh, chronologically in this shot, is uh, Kate Ashfield, who is a newcomer to the uh, Edgar Wright Conservatory, the, the repertory company. <laughs> Conservatory. <laughs> and, uh, and Kate Ashfield uh, is, of course, no slouch on the stage or screen. Uh, she was one of the first girls to join the sixth form of uh, the King Edward Sixth Five Ways School. Uh, she trained at Rose Brufford College. I'm probably butchering all of these names. Um, she made appearances <laughs> in the Royal Court Theater in 1995 and was um, an active member and, in fact, a speaker in 2002 about the topic of the In Your Face Theater movement. That's In Your Face, Y-E-R. And uh, this was a style of drama that w- was posh during the period of the 1990s in the uh, in the UK. And uh, members of that field, of that kind of school of thought, uh, in addition to Kate Ashfield on stage, uh, included writers Jez Butterworth, who is a very active playwright and screenwriter, uh, Martin McDonough also, very accomplished stage and screen. And yeah, and so she's she's kind of a badass on the... She's one of those actors that has been steadily working before and post Sean. But uh, mm-hmm. I... It, you know, she's one... She, uh, who's the guy from Bridge of Spies? Mark Rylance. Where it's like, mm. yes, as good as you've seen him on stage, on screen, there's dozens and dozens of, of 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 solid performances that you know do the nature of the craft we're not going to get to see but um mm-hmm. but yeah so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'll bring that up a lot because i think ken ashfield does really great work in this movie and uh mm-hmm. you know liz it, it doesn't generate the same fanfare as sean and ed uh in the right. films like fandom but uh i think sh- i i think she's an underrated character Oh yeah, no, absolutely. She's she's great. Like, unfortunately, she um, and and we're gonna talk about the interesting um, the interesting dynamic of uh, antagonists um, in uh, in this film, right? Um, and yeah. how that sort of evolves, um, mm-hmm. and and how uh, people characters are antagonists of like different aspects of Sean, um, which is interesting, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, she has to sort of play, you know, the straight man, uh, kind of character, yeah. like the, you know, yeah, get the, your act together. Yeah. Kind the of Rashida character. Jones, like arm crossed, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. but she does really interesting stuff with the character as we'll talk about later. I will say it is unfortunate that, um, 
I have literally never seen her in anything else that she's done. You know, I'm looking through her, her filmography. She's apparently done, she did something called uh, Secret Smile with David Tennant. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know if that's, I don't know anything about it other than it's her and David Tennant, but mm-hmm. I'd be interested in seeing those two uh, do stuff together. She was also in um, a BBC adaptation of uh, Diary of Anne Frank. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. There's stuff out there that I would be willing to watch with her in it for sure. But Definitely. yeah, I haven't seen yeah. anything at this point. So yeah, we have Nick Frost who uh, mm-hmm. met Simon Pegg while uh, working as a waiter at a North London Mexican restaurant uh, that led to, uh, we spoke earlier in earlier episodes, his uh, seminal performance in Spaced, which uh, then led to this. It, 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 it it's we, we we've talked about it before but it is it is kind of an incredible story of just how i mean i mean this is his first film appearance yeah much like how spaced was his his first time on television this is his first time on a movie right and i don't think he had done anything else like this is his second thing yeah yeah it's and i'm 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 super interested in the differences between mike and ed Mm-hmm. And like how, even though they're like quote you know like the funny the funny friend like the funny like you know the banana the second banana they're they're such different men mm-hmm. that I don't know I'm, I'm excited about that and then yeah yeah we could talk about Lucy Davis and Dylan Moran uh, tomorrow. All right, sounds good. Um, good old good old Nick Frost. Yeah, good old Nick Frost. It's uh, we got we're gonna we're gonna be talking about him a lot, uh, but. In the meantime, this uh, episode was brought to you by our Patreon associate producer, Ed Foster. Couldn't do the show without him. Grateful mm-hmm. for every day that he's alive. And uh, we are doing, and the, and the money that he's giving us is going straight to uh, the Dueling Genre Productions pot. We are doing a lot of podcasts, more every day, it seems like. We got our original series, Geek by Night and Immunities, both of which are on hiatus at the moment, but have episodes just waiting for you guys to listen to and judge and critique mm-hmm. and tell us about it. Uh, Back to the Future Minute, Cornetto Minute, Ferris Bueller's Minute, Harry Potter Minute, Jay and Silent Bob Minute, Lord of the Rings Minute, Spider-Man Minute, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles OG Minute, the one with the mom from Halloween Town, and Toy Story Minute are all <laughs> either in some in some coming and going or pausing or starting. Uh, so much to listen to. And uh, we also have our Doctor Who podcast and the Protagonist podcast. and Just, just a lot of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, go check out all of that stuff and we will be back tomorrow. But in the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over. Bye. Piss down. Sorry, I'm not-